0: Face the music: A pre-ELO song-by-song song podcast is brought to you by fine Patreoners like Tanya Farhi. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song song podcast. Episode negative zero eight four. Short dressed woman.
1: Look to across the street, and so nobody but you're so big for me. Well, she's going to
0: s you don't see me. What's that song all about? Short Dress Women is the third song on the 1965 Tetlows recording studio Acetate. It was first recorded the year before by Muddy Waters as the B-side for My John the Conqueror Root. This is that the dress you Don't you know they wear them short?
1: I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Wincensen. And I love
0: short-dressed women. Oh, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over it. The song I don't like, but I love short-dressed women. I didn't. Not that I, bad. Um, no, it's no. There's much worse that's coming in the future of ELO. I don't know about the pre-ELO stuff. (laughs) But this one, I didn't like. It's just not my kind of thing. The people in the band, they're fantastic. I mean, Jeff Lynne is obviously kicking ass on the guitar. The drummer, to keep up that pace for the entire three and a half minutes just to keep up that pace for 30 seconds without flubbing it, or slowing down, or speeding up, or losing it. That's that's some really good drumming skills. Margaret, of course, is good on the organ. And for everybody to still keep up with that, and not trail off, or slip off the groove, or, or slip out of sync. These are some really great
1: musicians. But in this case, they did a song that I'm, I, I just, I'm just not very crazy about. I did listen to the Muddy Waters version as well, and I mm-hmm. like it so much better.
2: My baby, why
1: And it is a good song. The problem is, and I think part of it is just simply because they paid, what, about five pounds to record this? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Lynn is doing fantastic on the guitar. It's a great early example of his guitar playing. They let him do what he wants to. Obviously, him and Margaret had some type of musical chemistry because they work well together. They're both they, the lead instruments on this. Yeah, they really and on the other songs, mm-hmm. Yeah. But recording-wise, it is a mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're banging away at it. They're doing really good. But um, if it was better recorded maybe it would sound better the problem is is that the vocals are too far in the background
0: oh yeah it's buried in all that noise that i mean it's probably all at just one level they certainly didn't have a 120 track mixer or something like that back then uh, definitely not for this record
1: they probably had a tape recorder. Uh, no, they probably yeah. had it a little bit better. They probably I mean, this was mixed at the university, their high school or university AV department or something. This was recorded at Tetlow
0: Studios, whatever that is. If okay. that's like an actual studio, or like you
1: said, maybe it's a studio at a school. And they it just... doesn't sound as bad as living room recordings I've heard. So
0: from that time period, yeah. It doesn't sound as bad as that, but it's also not very great
1: either. But I can't really fault them because, well, that's basically what this is, is demo recordings. Mm. It's not meant to be played on the radio or anything <laughs> like that. It's meant to say, hey, we're a band and will you sign us? Here's, here's what we can or, do. Or will you hire us to perform? Yeah. When it started, I kind of
0: laughed. Because it sounded straight out of some movie from the 60s where there's a bunch of teenagers and they're hanging out at the club. And somebody either puts a coin in the jukebox or somebody says, hey, band, play us a song. And then they rip into that. This is far out, daddy-o. Exactly. <laughs> I heard the Muddy Waters version. Um, I was surprised that there's a clarinet in there. I was expecting, I don't want to say the word because it's going to sound like, well, you're just saying his name, yeah, expected sort of muddy sounding uh, electric blues. I did not expect a, a clarinet in there. Actually, putting in a smattering of Dixieland in this hard grungy guitar blues kind of song. I think this is one of his '50s songs.
1: So, actually, it came uh, out the the year before, 1964. Oh, the 60s? 64, okay. yeah, 64. Okay, mm-hmm. I knew it was later because it actually had a stereo mix to it that wasn't yeah. just all <laughs> shoved one side with or, stereo in quotes around yeah. it. Or they play the mono track
0: twice at the same time so that it's in both speakers and you got like this tiny bit of stereo separation echo going on. And see, it's stereo now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Electronically processed stereo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, but it was a true stereo mix. So I figured it was one of those later ones. So it's no longer sitting out on your porch playing <laughs> your guitar and or uh being called into some little studio and cutting a bunch of sides or anything. This is when he was well, at least in England he was getting some respect. Yeah he was. Um yeah so getting a little bit of residual hopefully from a lot of the British bands like the Chads that were covering <laughs> yeah. his music. I like his version quite a bit better. Also, the thing is, is that the older rock and rollers were still popular in the early 60s, starting to fade out about the time this was recorded. But at least in the UK, all those older rock and rollers were still popular. And so uh, you got their lead singer here doing his Elvis impersonation. <laughs> that's that, I think that's one of the things that... Kind of is discordant on this is instead mm. of doing the muddy waters thing, like say Eric Burden from The Animals would have just went ahead and did, you got Elvis instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think I can fault the band for
0: me not liking the song. It's just not typically the kind of blues that I ever got into or get into. I like more the old stuff, the 30s, where it's just a black guy and a guitar wailing about the injustices in his life. Have a- Or I like the other stuff from the 40s and the 50s, the uh, jump blues, sort of like Bull Moose Jackson and, and that kind of stuff that's sort of like blues with some swing thrown in with there
2: meet the strangest woman believe me this chick's no cinch but i really get her going when i take out my big 10-inch record of the band that plays the blues the band that plays the blues she just loves my big 10-inch record of her favorite blues
0: so it's not them it's me
1: there's also a lot of better Muddy Waters songs out there.
2: I've, so.
0: I've, I've heard a few, and yes, you're yeah. right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why Green Onions and the other song Huggin' and Tuggin were the first two songs on there. Dig that crazy chick.
2: Got something to say about short dressed woman? Then call the telephone line voicemail. Six two three eight five oh three three seven five
1: This is by a group called ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra. Now, the album here is called Face the Music and Fire on High. And uh, I I want you to hear for yourself what's happening through this song. This one is backward masking now. This is done purposely. You will hear how they purposely...
3: This is forward.
1: This is what the kids listen to now in their bedrooms, forward. Now we're going to play it backwards. This is, that, was in, that was forward. I want you to understand that. I know. The music is reversible, but time... Turn back. Turn back. Turn back. Turn back. The music is reversible, but time isn't. Turn back. Turn back. That was done purposely, and that's backward masking, ELO, and
2: face the music. Are you out of your mind? Well, hey, this is Troy, and, um, well, I have to admit, I am really enjoying, and I mean that, I'm really enjoying, these early songs from the Chads. I love Rockabilly, and so far they've proven to be, well, probably not masters of it. I mean, they were young, but they seem to know what they're doing. And this week's song, Short-Dressed Woman, reminds me of a few songs from the Rockabilly era. I certainly hear echoes of Elvis's That's Alright Mama, and I hear a little bit of Cadillac Speedo. And the song that this one really reminds me of is high Heel Sneakers. I guess that would be more rhythm and blues than Rockabilly. And that was a song recorded by more than a few people in the 50s and 60s, but the version I remember the most is the one by Tommy Tucker, because that was in my mother's record collection, and I think it was from the early 60s. But again, it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to be overtly critical of these early tracks, because when a band's starting out, they're trying to find their footing... But, hey, these guys, like I said, they seem to be somewhat masters of their instruments. I really love the organist. I mean, it, on so far on the first three songs, she kind of turns the song into a jam, each one of them. And especially on this one. I mean, she takes off and she starts really letting it rip. And I kind of feel sorry for Jeff. He's trying to keep up with her, with his guitar, and for the most part, he does a good job. But... I noticed he's kind of off the beat a little bit, but hey, I mean, again, I'm not being overtly critical. It's fun. It's fun to listen to. I mean, it'd be hard to keep up with she is really good. I'm glad I discovered this early band because so far I like what I'm hearing. Well, you all have a good week. I'll talk to you next week.
3: face the music a pre-elo song by song podcast is a production of radio trolla entertainment assorted deli meets amalgamated leave a message on our voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show Join our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra podcast channel, to hear the full songs and other goodies. If you don't want to subscribe through Patreon, use PayPal with the podcast's email, or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932 Superior, Arizona 85173. The subscription fee is $4 a month and include your email address so we can send you the secret link. Next week, episode negative 083, Preaching the Blues.
1: Uh, Yes, yeah. Hello, Madeline.
3: I'm sick, and I just threw up a snot ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that goes in the podcast.